This is EdTech Weekly. I'm your host, Ricky Zager, and this is episode 111. And in tonight's show, Drones in K-12, do we still need EdTech support staff? The most interesting thing in EdTech right now and five considerations for buying EdTech for the classroom. Well, Christy is on vacay, so it'll be just me this week, and it's only going to be the EdTech News Rundown, so it's going to be short and sweet tonight. We did miss last week, but happy to be back this week and recording on a Sunday, Easter Sunday to be exact. So whatever days you may be celebrating today or around this time, I hope you enjoy those days with family and friends. We're also very close to hitting the 25,000 downloads mark. And while it isn't exactly coming close to that 50,000 that we wanted to get this year, it is something to be proud of, and we certainly are. Mostly, we're just happy to be sharing our passion for EdTech. So, um, yeah, let's just get started with the EdTech News Rundown. The first story tonight is four steps to creating an effective K-12 drone curriculum and comes to us from EdTech Magazine. The first step is earning an FAA certified drone pilot's license. For so many reasons, this is good, but safety and proof of taking all necessary precautions is definitely a great start. Second is buying replacement parts up front. That makes sense to put in a budget for sure. Third, extra charging and extra batteries. That's going to be needed as flight time is limited. And if you have to recharge between flights, it's going to be a lot of sitting around and waiting. And that doesn't work so good in school. And finally, create an advisory board. This is key, right? Get experts. They can not only be guest speakers, they can share the lessons they've learned and just other good stuff to know when getting into that drone space. So that's a good one. All right, our next story is from GovTech.com, and they ask a fairly scary question. At least to me, it's scary. Do school districts still need ed tech support staff? Before I read this, I assumed this was a rhetorical question. I was hoping it was. And of course, it really basically is. The argument is that teachers are becoming more proficient in digital skills. While that is accurate on some level, I don't think it's going to take away from the need for teachers to be supported in educational technology. I think as the EdTech space grows, so too should the EdTech support system and teams surrounding it. I would have preferred the headline to be teachers need EdTech support more than ever now or now more than ever, but I guess that isn't clickbaity enough. I am rolling my eyes here about the general need to make titles worthy of a click by changing it to allude to something the article isn't really saying. I do digress here, but it really does kind of bother me that they're saying it in that way because it's just making you think, what are they saying? We don't need support. And in reality, they're saying we need support. So again, my beef is with the uh, title of the article more than anything else. But of course, we need more support for EdTech. And I think we'll continue to need more and more as it grows. All right, our next story. This article is from Forbes, and it tells us the most interesting things happening in EdTech right now. Now, the author asserts that the changes in attitude and the cultural shift in EdTech is more interesting than the actual tech itself. It's an interesting perspective. Our show has had an interesting perspective seeing that shift throughout the years, especially considering the perspective of EdTech replacing teachers. Not that long ago, actually, we started having articles shift away from the AI is coming for your job headlines and that narrative and swing more towards the AI will help you do your job and maybe even better than before. So from my perspective, I do agree that the shift in EdTech culture and attitudes is fascinating. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you've probably noticed that swing in the articles as well. All right, our final story. It's an article from EdTech Magazine, and it gives us five considerations for buying classroom technology. Now, you know, if you're a longtime listener, I love these ordered lists 
but I absolutely love this one. And the first one is, uh, the first consideration is awesome. Aligning with student learning goals and standards. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be the newest or the coolest technology. You just got to find things that actually help achieve goals. And the second is using evidence and research. A big fan of this as well, as I'm sure most of you are. Third is student data privacy and protection. We have articles about this almost on the weekly, so we know that's important. And uh, this is kind of shaping up to be my favorite numbered list of all time. It might be there. Fourth, implementation, use, and ongoing support. I feel like this person may actually listen to our show because I know we harp on that a lot, ongoing support especially. And finally, communication with educators as purchase partners. Absolutely. I think this list is pretty great. Maybe I'd only add to that that we make students a part of the process as well because I think that would be pretty great. But overall, those five considerations, man, I'm hoping at this point everyone who's buying EdTech is at least considering those things, and that's a good start. And if you'd like to read that story or any others, uh, then check out edtechweeklyshow.com for the links. Or if we're behind on updating the site, as we sometimes can be, I can admit I have a problem with that sometimes, then definitely use the Googles because they're there to help you out too. Just search about those stories and you'll find it. Um, And I am, as I said, I'm currently behind. I'm hoping to be caught up by midweek. If you're one of those listeners who emails me to remind me, I appreciate you. And I'm really hoping for a day where you don't have to email me because I'm always updating it on time. Let's hope that happens soon. But I appreciate you nonetheless. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at Ed, excuse me, at EdTech Weekly Show without that W. And it's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm also hoping to step up that social media game soon as well well uh, that's about it for tonight's show i hope you all have a great week and we will see you next time on ed tech weekly 